Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Canale, and welcome back to Before the Lights podcast, the show to find out how those in sports, music, and entertainment made their mark. He's a guitar slinger, singer, founder of Granddaddy Mims Moonshine, born in Blairsville, Georgia, whose mentor was Waylon Jennings. He's a man of hard work, loves his family, God, and country music. His new LP, Southern Man, was released on April 29th. Please welcome back to the show, Tommy Townsend. Tommy, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing really well. Congrats on Southern Man. This, I'm excited. I love the music. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're quite proud of it, too. Southern Man featuring Waylon Jennings, 10 tracks plus an introduction, produced uh-huh. by Waylon, who also yeah. wrote and sang Harmony on the Tracks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Southern Man actually began recording the album more than 25 years ago in yeah. 1987 and then came back to it again in 97 with Waylon and Jerry Jigger Bridges. Yeah. Well, Jerry, Jerry started out with it too in, uh, in 87. Yeah. It actually started with Jerry and I and then Waylon got involved and then it just kind of progressed over, um, over 10 years of, of recording stuff. Yeah. Why wasn't it released or taken to labels back then? You know, um, it was at that at some, and I think I think part of it. I was so young at that time. Back, you know, then then they weren't weren't signing twelve uh, uh, year old people, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it just uh, for whatever reason it it didn't. And um, but we're we're glad it is now and found a home. You know, twenty five years later. <laughs> Can you tell the story to my listeners on how? this project of Southern man got brought up to your current label. Yeah. Um, I had, um, I was signing a deal with, um, uh, BFD audio, uh, Nashville. And, um, so we were, uh, in a meeting and, uh, you know, was talking about songs and stuff and, and Craig Campbell, uh, which is a, a great friend of mine and, and he, uh, helps manage me and does publicity and everything. Um, he he actually brought it up. Um, I think at a at a meeting where I was I wasn't there. They were talking, and um, so anyway, they said that to Tommy has this uh, album that Waylon Jennings and Jerry Bridges produced a long time ago. Never came out, and Chuck Rhodes is like, "You got what?" <laughs> <laughs> so I sent it to him, and and uh, they flipped over it, and the office in New York flipped over it, and they wanted to know if they could release it. I'm not sure because I you know I, I thought it deserves a shot because it's a great album and written by, I didn't write any of the songs on it. Um, cause it was back when I was so young, I wasn't actually, I was writing songs, but not good songs, but these were songs by, you know, written by Dean Dillon and Roger Murrah and, uh, Troy Seals and Fred Noblock and, you know, those heavy hitter writers at that, at that time. So yeah. And, uh, that's how it, that's how it kind of all began. Tommy's been on the show before. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to our first interview. You can get the entire background of Tommy's career and Wayland's stories and all that. So go to the show notes. Tommy, what kind of spin did you put on this project for your own music? Well, you know, um, I just sang it the way I sang, you know, and, and Wayland and Jerry, they're, they're just great folks to work with. And, and um, so you know, they kind of let me do my own thing and try different things on it. And, um, so it just, you know, it turned out to be a Tommy Townsend record. Of course it has the, 
some Waylon influences on it um, because, it, you know, all the band played on it at that time. Marty Stewart came in. He played mm-hmm. on a cut. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, that's kind of just what we did. And, uh, you know, it turned out the way it was. And, uh, of course, I went back in and redid some of the stuff before we released it. And then, you know, the, the intro track is I'm, I'm very proud of. <laughs> yeah. I'll bet you are. We're going to get to that. Yeah. How many tracks is Waylon singing harmony on? Uh, let's see. I know four or five of them. He's singing harmony. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, Southern man, uh, trouble with the cap. Uh, no, not trouble. He wrote that one. Southern man. Um, if you can't stand the heat, um, and uh, let's see, holes in my boots from climbing the walls. Um, I'm trying to think right off the top of my head, which other ones stomping ground, maybe. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I don't have the track list in front of me. That's I, okay. I can tell you better. <laughs> <laughs> Southern Man, which is the title track, which was the first one you released, I think is yeah. a big hit. What were your thoughts, Tommy, when you first heard this track? Well, when I first heard that, I immediately thought, man, that's kind of for me because I'm a Southern boy and, and, uh, you know, grew, grew up a, a lot of the, you know, how this song is talking about. And, um, so, you know, I, I always thought it was hit and buddy, buddy Jennings, which is Waylon's son, uh, he, you know, he always, I think he picked Luke and Buck, Texas to be a hit. Matter of fact. And, um, so I was talking to Buddy here a while back and told him how good the song was doing. He goes, I told you that was a hit, too. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. We're going to go over not all the tracks, listeners, but some of them, and make sure you get your hands on Southern Man. A track that I really like is uh-huh. A Good Love Died Tonight. Can you tell yeah. me more about this track? Yeah, that was written by uh, uh, Roger Murrah, and um, I can't remember the other there's a co-writer on it. I can't remember his name. Right off the top of my head, but um, yeah, that you know that kind of had the Wayland feel in there, and um, and then at that point, Ralph Mooney was alive, and uh, you know, which was a he's an iconic steel player. You know, did played with Haggard, and goes back as far as uh, Win Stewart, you know, and Buck Owens, and all that. And I, I don't know exact what year he started playing Wayland, maybe in the late sixties, early seventies. But, you know, he he played the steel guitar different than any steel guitar player in Nashville or did. You know, he kind of had that California sound mm-hmm. thing. And um, so, you know, he just comes in there and just rips on the steel guitar right at the very end of the song. And then and then Jerry Bridges comes in with the guitar because Jerry played bass and guitar on it. And, uh, you know, um, I always but I always kind of. uh after I got, you know, into music more and stuff. And, and then when we redid the song, it kind of has a little bit of a Vern Gosden feel to me. Oh, good know, call. The, yeah. You know, uh, how I kind of, and Vern's always been one of my, you know, heroes as well. And so I, I maybe kind of put that little twist on, on the vocal style too. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I really like about this album in particular it was done so long ago. We're now, and there's movies being redone, but you're bringing back that old sound of country with some modernization to it that I think blends really well. Exactly. And that's, uh, that's kind of what the intent was, you know, coming back into it. Um, so, you know, some, some of it was done in the eighties, some in the nineties and, and, uh, and then, you know, going back in and, and doing little tweaks here and there. 
um, kind of brought a little bit of a modern sound to it as well. Trouble with the capital T. Yeah, I tell you, <laughs> this is this is a good this is a good honky tonk song that can get you in trouble as well. I love it. It's a, the lyrics are great. Yeah, yeah, oh, Thelma, she she was a bad girl. She? <laughs> she was a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that that's that was actually uh, recorded on the the second go around uh, in the late nineties, um, and uh, I remember uh, I remember Troy. Seals came in the studio when we were cutting that day, you know, and and he just up dancing around, laughing and carrying on. He he was loving it. Yeah. When was Stomping Grounds recorded, and how much influence does Jerry and Waylon have on this this song? Uh, Stomping Ground was recorded. That was a, a later one too. That was in the nineties, um, and that was written by Fred Noblock and someone else. I can't remember. Um, but uh, when I when I heard that song um i guess jerry jerry brought me that song it seems like i remember listening to it in his living room one day um but uh, i heard that and and it was kind of had the the old the southern thing to it you know because I've, I've seen uh cars up on blocks and holes in our socks and, <laughs> and all that stuff and uh to me that was just a good old greasy song <laughs> wipe the wipe the chicken grease off you know <laughs> One of the songs that I think is going to be fantastic hearing live, and I definitely want to hear you perform these live one day, is Hole in My Boots. Yeah. Well, I'll have to relearn that one. I haven't done that one in a while. <laughs> but, uh, I tell you, uh, the, the funny, here's a funny story about that. Um, I, that was only kind of the first uh, in the late 80s when we did that one. And um, the, the original uh, line in the song that was written by Roger Murrah. The original line in the song was, uh, I'm tired of watching TV. Uh, Tom Snyder's done got to me, I think was the original line. And uh, so Waylon goes, he was in the studio and I was out there in the, in the vocal booth. And he said, Tommy, he goes, uh, he said, change that, uh, change that uh, Tom Snyder line, to change it to Ed, Ed McMahon. He goes, I can't stand that song. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so we changed it. And that was, I guess, I guess that was that time maybe Star Search was coming on Probably. or something. Yep. I, don't, I don't know what, but anyway, he said that. And then, and then we went back in and, and re sang him again. I, I said, CNN, I think we changed it to CNN. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I went from Tom Snyder to Ed McMahon to CNN. <laughs> Is there a particular track that means the most to you on this LP? Well, I'm I'm really I'm partial to Southern Man. Uh, I like that one a lot, um, and I've I've always loved and, and people that have heard me do it or heard heard the CD. Um, uh, if you can't stand the heat, leave old flames alone. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. I've always liked that one. And uh, and then another one of my favorites is uh, Lesson Lesson in Loneliness. That was written by Jerry Bridges and, and uh, his friend Donnie Epps. Uh, that was actually that was actually recorded uh, after Waylon passed away. We we put that one on there. Okay. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, that that uh, I love that song. Waymore's Outlaws recorded that one as well. They always talk about timing. 
And it obviously wasn't the right timing when it was recorded in the eighties and nineties. And now is the right timing for it. Yeah. What kind of feedback have you received so far on this? I have, everything that we have received has been great. Uh, this is much like you were saying is that it's kind of the old traditional sound, you know, modernized and, and everybody that's commented has been, it's great to hear good old honky tonk country music again. Uh, so the feed, the feedback from, from people that's heard it has just been overwhelming. What's the project mean to you reflecting back from the very beginning of this project to where it's at today? Oh gosh. Uh, I just, I don't, I can't tell you. I mean, back then I was, I was so young when we did that. Um, and it just, it laid around for a while. And now I guess coming, coming back, uh, around to that it it means it means so much uh just you know i wouldn't take nothing for that time that that we had together in the studio with the whole band and and just everybody coming by and it's so funny uh, uh jerry and i did a a thing a couple months ago in the studio and just uh we're talking and telling stories uh about it and it's so funny the more the more i got to talking about it and him too the more stuff started coming back mm. That was, uh, you know, that you just, you can't, you can't get those, you know, you can't get that, uh, kind of thing anymore. So yeah, that's, I mean, it, it just means the world to me. Do you have any other archive music sitting around that's 20 years old that might come out? No, I, uh, so, someone, uh, no, I don't. Well, I've got some, but it's not, not that old, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, uh, I guess when, it was posted on my Facebook page about something about Southern man about being, you know, 20 something years old. And, and uh, uh, somebody commented on it. I said, it said, it's, it said, it's about damn time, son. This thing's coming out. I said, well, you ought to hear the one coming out in 2047. <laughs> I love that. That is fantastic. <laughs> Stick around folks. There's more great music coming yeah. down the road. <laughs> Are you, uh, do you have any, some upcoming tour then to help promote and sing some of these songs? Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we just got back from the, uh, the country music cruise, which was a blast. Okay. Uh, D Graham Brown, TG Shepard, and, and, uh, it's a, a bunch of different people. And, um, then we got, uh, May 4th, we have a thing in Knoxville. It's, it's for a radio station over there. Um, and then May the 7th, we're having um, the album release party at Granddaddy Mims Distillery, where I where I am actually right now. Um, so we're gonna gonna do that, and uh, let's see what else have we got coming up. We, yeah, we got stuff scattered out all through the year. Um, in in the fall, we're going to be in uh, uh, Arizona doing some stuff, and then um, Craig's got me a couple dates with Thirty Eight Special mm. uh, in Georgia. That, I'll be opening for them and working on some more of those dates. And uh, yeah, just stuff's kind of coming in, you know, here and there. We'll probably do some stuff down in Florida and just scattered around all over the place. Folks, go to TommyTownsendMusic.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can keep track of where he's going to be performing at. And if he's in your area, please go check him out. The music is fantastic. You're going to be in Arizona, not far from me. So I'm going to have to get that date and come out and see you when you're in Arizona sometime. Yeah, I think Mesa, Arizona is, uh, it's November the 13th, I believe. And, uh, they're trying to put a couple more things around that. So yeah, we'll be. What do you think 
in your mind Waylon feels about finally releasing this LP? I think he, I think he would be so proud if he was here. And, uh, and I think he knows, I think he knows it now. We just can't see, but, uh, you know, he, he's always, uh, he and Jerry both have always believed in me as an artist. And, you know, and I, I can't believe that, 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 you know, that time in my life, I was so young that, that, I got to do that with him. I, I always told people, I said, I started at the top and I think I worked my way down. <laughs> <laughs> now we're working our way back to the top. Yeah. Now, now it's on the upswing again. So yeah. <laughs> There's a quote. That's even part of the introduction. This is my good friend, Tommy Townsend. He's going to be a big star someday. He's one of the most soulful singers. I know said by Waylon Jennings. What does that resonate with you? Wow, that, uh, well, I remember that night, you know, he called me out on stage to sing with him. And uh, so uh, that that means the world to me is, as a big, of a, you know, a legendary, you know, it don't get no bigger than Waylon Jennings mm-hmm. in country music. And for him to say that, you know, meant a lot. And he, I, I can remember him telling me in the studio, um, even back then, it's like, man, you, you got a lot of soul in your voice. And, um, and he, and he, but he, he told me that several times and that, that just meant the world to me coming, coming from someone like him that he didn't have to say that, you know? Um, but Waylon was the type of person that if he, you know, when he said it, he meant it, it wasn't just bull crap, you know? So, uh, so what was so cool was I was laying in bed, uh, one night back in the fall, just kind of thinking over stuff and that's when the lights are out and you're just laying there, you just like you think of a lot or I can't. Mm-hmm. That's when my mind starts really going. And uh so I just it that happened to hit me that that I had some of those tape that then that was on cassette. And that was in the that was probably in the early nineties when that was done. But um because I'd go out and do mamas don't let your babies grow up be cowboys or good hearted woman. And sometimes he, you know, would I would couple few times I sang Southern man or something. And, um, so I, I was laying in the bed and I thought, dang, I got a, I got a, some tapes of, of the shows. Cause they recorded their shows every night, mm-hmm. you know, board tapes. And, uh, and I, I knew exactly where they were at my, at my parents' house. So I, I got them and, uh, I called Chuck and I said, I said, uh, let me tell you what I got. And he's like, Oh, he goes, have that to me. Have that to, on my desk Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I did. And, and uh, they were able to uh, take it off of the, the cassette and, you know, dig- transfer it digitally over there. And, and that was, that's like the introduction to the album. And, and I've been, I've been telling people there's a little surprise track on it because I didn't know exactly where it was going to lay, but uh, I thought, well, it, you know, I'm sure it would be at the at the very beginning. You know, when mm-hmm. him introducing me and, and starting into Southern Man, uh, but I was I hadn't played those any of those tapes in years, and there's I had three or four of them, and uh, so just the first one I came to, I got it out and and uh, put it in my dad's cassette player, and for some reason it didn't rewind or what forward one. So, so I kind of just had to sit there and listen to the whole thing until I found it, and when I found it. I took a, I, I stuck a pencil in there and rewound it a little bit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
and uh, it was, you know, I didn't know if it had oxidized, if it would still play and it still sounded great. And they were able to, you know, uh, get into a digital format and get it on the record. Do you recall how Southern man was all brought together and how Waylon brought you into this project or asked you to be part of the project? Yeah, well, it was, it was actually, like I say, uh, Jerry had taken me into the studio when I was a senior in high school and that that was the, that was a year before that. And we actually cut that song and then, you know, on the road, uh, you know, Jerry was always with Waylon and stuff and, and rode the bus cause he, you know, done tour manager and was band leader and all that. And, uh, I guess during that time, sometime is when Waylon heard a few songs that Jerry had produced. And then, uh, I remember, I remember Jerry calling me and said, said Waylon wants to get involved with this and, or call my parents, uh, and Waylon wants to get involved with this. And, and, um, so, we actually went back in and recut Southern man. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's how it all evolved. And now here we are in 2022. It's, it's out folks. Go get Southern man, stream it and keep streaming it. I mean, this is great music and my extra five, the BTO crew members, you got a special treat before this came out because they got to hear Southern man and trouble with the capital T Way back yeah. in there. And so, Tommy, man, much success. I hope this thing blows up for you. I do, too. I, I hope so, too. Maybe and, uh, we'll, we'll cut a, get to cut another record with the uh, audience. <laughs> <laughs> 2047, it's coming. Yeah. 2047, next is coming. Yeah, mark it on your calendars. <laughs> Tommy, man, thanks for taking some time and being back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tommy. I sure appreciate it. Thanks for your support. You bet. Folks, if you want the new summer bottles or the coffee mugs or the shirts for merch, go to beforethelightspod.com slash merch. That's beforethelightspod.com slash merch. You can follow me on Instagram at beforethelightspodcast. Thank you for listening to Before the Lights. I'm Tommy Canale. And until next time, everybody, I salute a chin chin. (laughs) 